So we're going to continue with the time of prayer, uh, and this is hopefully more like some pointers, not a full-on preach. But um, And as I say, we'll have an opportunity to continue in prayer after this. Firstly, just to say, Costa sends his apologies. He's actually preaching at a, um, a church up in Joburg this weekend. Otherwise, he would be uh, uh, joining us virtually. Um, and I thought I'll also just make an announcement, well, just to give you some uh, an update of of where we are with um, with Ellen's and Mary Ellen's departure. So it obviously has left a vacancy, and uh, what Costa is planning is for himself, uh, together with Alexander Fenter, that you all know, Alexander has preached here um, also virtually uh, regularly. In fact, Alexander has had his hip replaced this last Wednesday. So he's back at home now, but he's going to be out of commission for a couple of weeks. But Costa, together with Alexander and Brett Nixon-James, who probably a lot of you know, um, he uh, headed up the Vineyard Durban North uh, team. So those three will keep their hand on the tiller, as it were. Um, and I know Zolani spoke to Brett this week, which is good. And we've got a call with him, uh, with all three of them, this coming week. And that will free up Zolani to continue doing what Zolani does. So we're not leaving Zolani uh, alone, but um, those three will will keep their hand on the tiller. And um, I guess that's all we can say for now because it's still in its in its infancy in terms of that planning. So, and as I say, Zolani and I will talk to them this week, and there'll be some more planning around that. Um, and uh, we had a good council meeting this last week, and I'm in the process of handing over all my, um, all the many things that I've taken on that's a little bit too much, and it's good to see that there's lots of youngsters that are, that are uh, putting their hands up to take over some of that work, which is going to be good. So, so that will continue. Okay, so in terms of, of the message for today, if you remember last week, Costa started talking on the theme of Nehemiah, and he just felt in light of everything that happened last weekend um, that we use Nehemiah as our text for these next few weeks. Uh, and as we all know, the theme on Nehemiah is this theme of rebuilding in this, in this time of trial. And we looked at chapter 1 last week, and just some points from what was shared last week is that Nehemiah was this, was this godly man who was away from Jerusalem and he asked those that came up from, from Jerusalem, what is the status? Because he loved and he cared for his people. So he had a heart, he had a heart for the people of God. And when he heard what the state was back home, he was grieved. And he grieved and he mourned and he acknowledged the situation that Israel found themselves in at that point in time. And he prayed and he fasted. And as you'll see now when we go into chapter 2, a plan started forming in his mind. He was praying, he was looking to the Lord, but he was also starting to, uh, to plan. And he put himself into that plan. He didn't just look for someone else to pick the pieces up, uh, he himself became part of that plan. And Costa said to us that we shouldn't ask for anything in terms of our prayers to the Lord. Don't ask for anything that you're not prepared to be the answer yourself. 
in other words, to be a part of that answer yourself, because the, the Lord might answer your prayer in, in you. And we finished chapter one where he asked for success. He, he had that prayer. You could see he was going to be part of the solution and he prayed to the Lord for success and what he was planning. So that brings us to chapter two today. So who would like to read chapter two of Nehemiah? Do I have a volunteer? Go for it. Go for it, Amanda. Artaxerxes sends Nehemiah to Jerusalem. In the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was brought for him, I took the wine and gave it to the king. I had not been sad in his presence before, so the king asked me, Why does your face look so sad when you're not ill? This can be nothing but sadness of heart. I was very much afraid, but I said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not look sad when the city where my fathers are buried lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire? The king said to me, What is it you want? Then I prayed to the God of heaven, and I answered the king, If it please the king, and if I... And if your servant has found favor in his sight, let him send me to the city in Judah where my fathers are buried so that I can rebuild it. Then the king, with the queen sitting beside him, asked me, How long will your journey take? And when will you get back? It pleased the king to send me, so I set a time. I also said to him, If it pleases the king, May I have letters to the governors of Trans-Euphrates so that they will provide me safe conduct until I arrive in Judah? And may I have a letter to Asaph, keeper of the king's forest, so he will give me timber to make beams for the gates of the citadel by the temple and for the city wall and for the residence I will occupy? And because the gracious hand of my God was upon me, The king granted my requests, so I went to the governors of Trans-Euphrates and gave them the king's letters. The king had also sent army officers and cavalry with me. When Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite official heard about this, they were very much disturbed that someone had come to promote the welfare of the Israelites. Nehemiah inspects Jerusalem's walls. I went to Jerusalem, and after staying there three days, I set out during the night with a few men. I had not told anyone what my God had put in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There were no mounts with me except the one I was riding on. By night, I went out through the valley gate towards the jackal well and the dung gate, examining the walls of Jerusalem which had been broken down, and its gates, which had been destroyed by fire. Then I moved on towards the fountain gate and the king's pool, but there was not enough room for my mount to get through, so I went up the valley by night examining the wall. Finally, I turned back and re-entered through the valley gate. 
The officials did not know where I'd gone or what I was doing, because as yet I had said nothing to the Jews or the priests or nobles or officials or any others who would be doing the work. Then I said to them, You see the trouble we are in. Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been burnt with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and we will no longer be in disgrace. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God upon me and what the king had said to me. They replied, let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. But when Sanbala the Horonite, Tobiah the Ammonite official, and Geshem the Arab heard about it, they mocked and ridiculed us. What is this you are doing, they asked. Are you rebelling against the king? I answered them by saying, The God of heaven will give us success. We, his servants, will start rebuilding. But as for you, you have no share in Jerusalem or any claim or historic right to it. Thank you, Amanda. Wow, so the story continues. So if we just look at a few pointers in this chapter 2, um, chapter 2 starts off the same as chapter 1, and if you look in your, in your study Bible, you'll see that that's four months has passed. So um, since Nehemiah heard about the state of Jerusalem, it's been four months of his uh, prayer and fasting. And in that time, as I say, he'd been praying, and he'd also... It's interesting that in chapter 2, he speaks of the thing that God put on his heart. So he'd been praying and fasting for his people, and the Lord had put something on his heart. So the Lord had actually answered his prayer, put something on his heart, and, uh, and a plan was forming. And so we read of this situation where he goes to the king, and... Uh, Again, if you look at the context of that, at that time, to be um, unhappy in the presence of the king was uh, something that was very dangerous to do because it implied that uh, this powerful king um, wasn't the source of your, of your joy. In other words, there, were, there was something more important than the king that was affecting you. So it was a life-threatening thing to be in the king's presence and not be joyful. And... Uh, and in fact, when, when Nehemiah tells the king, this is the situation, uh, if you read in the book of Ezra, it was the king himself who'd stopped the work in Jerusalem. So another reason for him to be fearful for his life. But uh, he, he, he made that little prayer, and it's a lovely uh, story in Scripture where the king asks him a question, he prays, and then answers the king's question. So that was a, like a little shooting off a little prayer uh, in the middle of a conversation, and he answers the king, and he finds favor with the king. So Nehemiah puts him f- himself forward to help. Uh, he has this plan. He knows how to answer the king. He, he uh, makes all his requests. All his requests are, are heard. And off he goes back to Jerusalem, and he sees the situation firsthand. So he now is on the ground, and he sees what needs to be done. And he goes and makes an inspection. He rallies the, the leaders around him 
and uh, starts the plan for the rebuild. And this is also his first encounter with opposition. And the chapter finishes off with that fantastic statement in verse 20. The God of heaven will give us success. So he's not, this is not a plan of man. This is, he's not looking to his own strength to fix the problem. He's not saying this is something we can fix with our cleverness or with enough people behind us. We'll, we'll make this work. He's actually looking to the Lord. So he's a man of faith and, uh, He's looking to God. And that's chapter 2. So I thought it would be good now if we just spend some time in prayer, uh, as we did last week. Um, It was fantastic. Before the service, Solani and I, together with uh, two others, we just spent some time in prayer, and it it was wonderful. And I think it'll be great if we can just continue to pray. And I guess, Solani, you can just walk around with a mic. And uh, if... if, uh, if we need to, so we can hear what all the prayers are. Things that we can pray for. Well, we can pray for Zelani. I mean, just ideas. We can pray for, we can pray for Sarepta, this heritage that Sarepta has been given. We can pray for the sheep. I'm sure there's lots of people that are still bewildered and, uh, and hurt. We can pray for the mending of relationships. Um, because there, there has been, uh, there has been damage that's been done, and we can pray for that. Uh, we can pray that the Lord will guide us. Um, I've been encouraged to see Zolani is just um, is just continuing with what the Lord has asked him to do, and that's what he's doing. And uh, and he's waiting and listening to see what the Lord tells him to do next. In other words, we don't have to go and shooting off in any arbitrary direction and try and fix things. Let's just keep at what the Lord has called us to do. And the Lord will direct our steps. He has been building his church and he will continue to build his church. So, and I'm sure you can think of other things that you can pray for. So, Solani, would you like to lead us in prayer? I think we, if you have a scripture as well, it, you can just share with us what the Lord has got in your heart. Um, but, can we pray for Alex? He's, he's going back. <laughs> um, and he's been studying there. Last year, it's good to see you, Alex. And we just want to pray for you for the, the safe journey going back. And then continue. So let's just stretch our hands and just pray for him. Father, we thank you for Alex. We thank you, Lord, that you have called him to study your word, Lord. Lord, we pray for mercy and for protection as you're traveling back. We pray, Lord, that whatever needed to be done in your will, we ask that in Jesus' name. Continue to cover him for these years that is left of studying there. We thank you that you've got a hand on him. We thank you for his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you, Lord, that if we call you, you can hear us. Lord, we cry to you in this morning. Abba, Father. Lord, we don't have any much 
to offer but if we have you jesus we're in a much better place so lord i call you in this morning have your way lord father we just pray for sarepta father first of all we just don't pray for sarepta but we pray that we love Jesus, and then after that, we can say we are the people of Sarepta. Father, we pray that you minding your church, build your church. Lord, we pray for the different generation that is around here. From young, from born, or those who are still in the tummy. Lord, we ask that you have a better plan for us. We may have our own plan, but Lord, when we wake up, you already have a better plan. So that I ask in this morning, Lord, I just have to pray for our families. I have a sense, Lord, that you protect our families, Lord. Father, just pray even when we have the members in our families who does not walk with you, Lord. We, we call them now. We pray for them. I ask you in this time, think about those people that are your close family, are your family members that does not walk with Jesus. I ask them that you pray for them right now. Think about that name that the Lord will touch them. I'm saying boldly because I know I have my nephew. Lord, I pray for him that he may walk with you. Lord, you said when we, we know you, the heavens are opening and the angels are looking and say, this is the beloved one who I know of. So Lord, we, we just pray right now those names that are in the mind of everyone in our family members, that there's something that will be happening in this atmosphere. Maybe we've been telling them about Jesus for many years. We ask that sealed. We can see the fruit coming right now. And this is just going back to the chapter we've read. And I told them of the hand of my God, which had been good upon me, and also of the king's words that he had spoken to me. So they said, Let us rise up and build. Then they set their hands to do this good work. And Father, my God, my prayer is whatever you are convicting each one of us to rise up and do the good work you are calling us to do, whether it's a tiny little work or whether it's a, a larger work, Lord, may we know that your hand will be upon this body as they, they build, rebuild. Because, Lord, it's your kingdom we're seeking. Yes. It's, my prayer is that this, this body will be that lighthouse that it was prophesied to be right from the very beginning where people can know there's hope and be encouraged and being strengthened 
to stand firm and, and faithful to you in all that, that's going on. Lord, there are Sanballats and Tobias all around us trying to pull us down. But Father God, you, you are our strength and you are on our hope and you are God. And so Lord, hear our prayer today that you may be glorified in all we do and say and think. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thanks. Uh, I just uh, have a word to say. <coughs> uh, it, it's been in my heart since this morning. And uh, I feel like the Lord says in my heart that the, the plan hasn't changed. And he has a plan. The plan that he had on the cross, he still has a plan. The plan that he had eighties when Sarah had started, that plan has not changed. And I have the scripture when uh, Jesus tells the disciples, "Let's let's go to the other side," and they went. They they got into the boat, and we all know the story. There was a huge storm, and the word comes to me that even when there is a storm, the plan has not changed. They're still the same plan. And I believe in, 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 in my heart that our responsibility is just to say, as the disciples did, they went to Jesus. Let us go to him as the church and say, Lord, we are troubled. We are saddened. We are confused. We don't know what to say, what to do. We know that you are a peacemaker. And the Lord will come the storm and the plan hasn't changed that we're going to the other side. Amen. Father, I'm your creation. You created me, just as everyone here. Father, you created me for a purpose, and you gave me talents, Father, just as all of us have a talent. I may be one brick in a wall, but one brick upon another brick creates a wall, Father, a strong wall. And I just pray, Father, that uh, I and we all find our talent and what it is that we have to do to build this wall. It's your wall, Father God. It's your creation. We're all part of that. Two Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11 says this. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. And I do believe that's our mandate. Thank you, Lord, for your love and for your presence. Thank you that you are the way, the life, and the truth. You are the true vine. You're the true God. And you are our healer. And we thank you for that, Lord. And we just declare your name, the name of Jesus. And, Father, I also want to pray because Janet has asked for prayer for um, Nokatula and Sipile who are sick with COVID and for Neil and for themselves that they will not get COVID. We just ask you, Father, for your hand of healing and prevention in that home. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we just bring Nakatula before you and we take away fear. We just ask you, Lord, to take away fear. 
thank you, Father. Just bring your peace and your healing. Thank you, Lord. And as you heal them, we just pray you'd heal your church. Thank you, Father. Lord, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for everyone who's here. We thank you that we all have a heart for you. As we gather his, your people, Lord, we just come before you, that we just come out of the comfort zone now. We have to move. We have to do, to make things happen together. I pray for the, us to unite, to become one, to do things, to love. And we are doing this for your kingdom, Lord. Nehemiah, as I look into Nehemiah, Lord, as he was building, building is not one man's job. It's about everyone. People putting sand together, others carrying bricks, others carrying water. Putting the wall together, we need to work together to come out. To You are going to use us. You are not going to use anybody else. So we stand here. We gather here, Lord. We open our hearts. Show us what to do. Show us where we want to be. Show us where we want to fit in. Let's make things happen. Move us, oh Lord. Shake this church, Lord. Holy Spirit, I just thank you. We welcome you here. Use us, oh Lord. Use us, almighty. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we come with thanks. Lord, we want to say thank you. Lord, we want to rejoice. Sometimes there is, when we're praying, we don't see the reason to rejoice. But Lord, we want to give the hallelujah to you this morning. Father, you are the God of reconciliation and a God of restoration, a God of love, a God of forgiveness. God of grace, God of mercy, and a God of healing. And Lord, we weep for those who are brokenhearted right now, for whatever reason. And we pray, Father God, that the hurts, the anger, the rejection that burns within their bodies and their hearts that you Father with your love can quench that fire that you Father can reach deep down and turn that hurt that anger that rejection to joy and so Lord we are bringing all those who are hurting whether they be in our families our circles of friends our loved ones our fellow church family whoever we bring them before you Lord before your throne of grace and we ask Lord that you mend (laughs) that you repair, that you restore, and that you reconcile, and that you bring joy where there was sorrow, that you bring joy. And we pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. (laughs) 
the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. As you say in Psalm 90, before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. And we worship you as the one true and living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, And we remember this Lord's Day. uh, Jesus Christ has risen from the dead and ascended into heaven and has sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. And there he intercedes for us, interposes his precious blood. And so we thank you this Lord's Day uh, for the redemption from sin that we have been brought from death to life. We pray that uh, we'd be strengthened and renewed in grace, that you'd put to death the old man and make alive the new, and that we'd be reminded that our, uh, how good and how pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity, and that unity is found at the foot of the cross where uh, Jesus shed his blood, uh, that there may be one, one new man in that place. Uh, so renew us in grace, uh, remind us of the joy of our salvation, because this is the day that you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And we ascribe to you all the honor and majesty and power and glory that is due to your name. We thank you that Jesus has ushered us into your presence and that you are meeting with us here in this church, which is our heavenly Mount Zion, as we wait your heavenly return. In Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you for these offerings and the offering baskets and those that were put in online. And we just thank you, Father, that your kingdom is advancing, expanding. We thank you, Lord, that for this, this money that has been given. We just pray, Father, that it will be used wisely, stewarded wisely uh, in this part of your body. In Jesus' name, amen. I just want us to, let's not stop praying. I think one of the more, when things are happening, the more we pray, the more God knows us. I'm in the process where I said, I don't want to hear from men, but I want to hear from God. And the only the time that we can be able is to continue spending time with him. So we can hear more of him. So I just want to close in prayer. And I encourage you, please pray for us as the Pagati family. And yes. Greetings from Olive Street Church, Cliff. This man is, is a great guy. He is good. You are in safe hands. I've known him since that heart, when he could not speak English. Now he speaks English and not Zulu. Um, <laughs> you are in safe hands. Surrepta Church is in a storm. But storms have come in the past, and they've gone. They don't stick around. They come and they go. gentleman spoke. It was quite interesting, because I... I had that picture of the, the boat on the waves. And um, yes, that storm is there, but there's a miracle happening in the storm. 
Jesus is there quietening the storm, and you have to wait for that to happen. Um, but he will quieten the storm. Another storm on Galilee as well was the disciples, the waves and the winds are blowing, and Jesus is walking on the water. Some of you are going to be called to climb out in faith and walk on the water. The other storm I think of is Elijah with the fire and the storm and everything going on around the mountain, but he listens to God. He hears God's voice. There's miracles that happen in the storms. And we have to make sure we don't miss that, miss what God is doing. We get wound up in the storm and freaked out, but God is doing something. He's doing something very special. Um, so Repta Church has always hit above its weight belt. It has. Peter Masingwa in Tanzania is running for president. He was a member of Sarepta Church. I know of a guy who came to a skate church here who was a druggie. He's running a youth group in East London. We, we make a difference. Or well, this church makes a difference. God is here. Be encouraged. Great scriptures. Okay, I'm <laughs> Many are the plans of a man's heart, but it is the purpose of the Lord which prevails. One. Two. In repentance and rest are your salvation. In quietness and confidence are your strength. Isaiah. The fr- also, as are the fruits of righteousness will be peace. The effects of righteousness will be quietness and confidence forever. Amen. 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 And then you just jabul and shale and lasiabong and kolong kolong. Thank you for your love. That's it. Zalani said, let's, he asked for prayer for the Pakati family. So, so let's just pray for the Pakati family. Shall we? Father, we just thank you for Zalani. We thank you for Pumi. We thank you for the three children, Lord. And we just bless the Pakati family and their new home in Embo. We thank you, Lord, for all this family, for Pumi, who's working so hard at the hospital with, with uh, everything that's going on out there. And she's working today. And, Father, we just pray for the Pakati family. We pray for physical protection for them, Father. We pray that your angels would guard and stand around this family, Father, and keep them safe. We thank you that you do that, Lord. So we actually just thank you for that. And we we pray, Father, for your plans and purposes. We thank you, Lord, that they can't be thwarted. They actually can't change because you've spoken them, Lord, and they will be, they will be fulfilled. So we just, we just thank you for, for the, your plans and purposes on the Pakati family, Father. We thank you for your protection on them. We thank you for your provision for them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for Zelani, who's looking to you, Father, in the storm. He's just looking to you. We just thank you for that, Father. Yes. Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your peace which passes all understanding. Thank you, Lord.